NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. 10-4. Tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Checkered flag in the air, and Martin Truex Jr. wins the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Raceway. That's unbelievable. It's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me in my whole racing career, but... Uh... Yeah, thanks to all the fans that come out here tonight, and uh, thanks to all, everybody on this team and Bass Pro Shops. NASCAR Live is presented by Procore Construction Management Software. Reduce reward and finish jobs faster with Procore. And brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley here and the MRN crew coming on the air with you on today's show with a little breaking news for you. It was announced earlier today that that big domino that we've been waiting to fall, who was going to drive the 95 car in 2020 and replace Matt Benedetto? Who would that driver be? Everyone says it's Christopher Bell. And indeed, today it was confirmed by Levine Family Racing that Christopher Bell will move to the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series in 2020, replacing Matt Benedetto. Also, another little ditty of news that came out today. We got the start times for all 2020 races in the Cup Series, the Xfinity Series, and the Gander Outdoors Truck Series. We already knew where we were going, and the schedule looks quite different for 2020. Now we've got start times, so you can make your plans to join us at the racetrack and make your plans to tune in here on the Motor Racing Network. As usual, if you'd like to check it out online, we've got you covered there. Go to MRN.com where we've got coverage of the Christopher Bell breaking news story and also the 2020 start times. Coming up on the show today, Woody Kane and Steve Post are going to talk about that playoff cutoff race that's coming this weekend at Charlotte Motor Speedway. They're also going to get into who is in a must-win situation. Also on the show, Austin Sendrick talks about his confidence heading in to the Charlotte Roval after his road course successes so far this year. Remember, he won at Watkins Glen and Mid-Ohio. He's going for three road course wins here in 2019 also coming up on the show today we'll chat with tyler reddick and we'll get his outlook for his playoff run plus we'll preview the charlotte roval and a whole lot more but first hannah newhouse is here with the biggest topics in nascar nation hannah what do you have for us Martin Truex Jr. earned back-to-back playoff victory Saturday night in Richmond. It was also his second win of the year at the historic three-quarter mile. It's great to have strong teammates. What's the challenge of racing for the win with strong teammates, though? Yeah, you just uh, you don't want to screw up and get into each other. And, you know, I've got so much respect for Kyle and Danny. They're unbelievable teammates, Eric as well. And uh, we, we can race hard, but we race clean. And, you know, we, we, uh, we kind of threw that out there tonight and showed everybody we can do it. So uh, those guys did a great job. They were really fast all night. It was going to come down to whoever could hit it right at the end. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we were able to do it right. But a lot of fun racing with those guys. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can, we can take it all the way down to Homestead and put all of us in there. The Cup Series heads to the Roval this weekend in Charlotte for the Bank of America Roval 400. And Eric Jones is in a must-win scenario following an inspection issue post-race at Richmond. 
We'll have Cup Series drivers talking about the Roval later on in the show. Christopher Bell is Roval-proof. He won the Xfinity race over the weekend, his seventh of the season. I think I told every one of my guys, this is an important race right here because if you win this, you're pretty much safe until you get to October, middle of October, going to Kansas. So uh, this one means a lot. And uh, and number seven, that's pretty good too. And finally, NASCAR drivers were racing with heavy hearts this past weekend at Richmond as the racing world remembered Mike Stefanik, a great modified champion. Ryan Priest has raced Stefanik many times on the Northeast Bull Rings. You know, it was definitely devastating for sure afterwards when you hear about something like that because the last I heard heard of Mike, last time I talked to Mike was at Ron Bouchard's funeral. He did the flyover at the icebreaker this year, so I knew he enjoyed flying planes, doing that and building them. So, you know, it's, it's really unfortunate. You know, I've been lucky enough to race against guys like them and experience those times. Visit last week's show on MRN.com for a tribute to Stefanik. Enjoy the racing in Charlotte this weekend as the Xfinity Series and Cup Series race at the Roval. I'm Hannah Newhouse. For more on what's trending in NASCAR, follow our social media channels at MRN Radio. Thank you, Hannah. Coming up, we'll hear the highlights from the Richmond Raceway over the weekend and later, a Cup Playoff. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with a progressive box. I wrote this next song for a gal from Cheyenne. She'd never have told her how Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats. She said if they could love her pooch as much as she did, then so could I. Well, I couldn't. This next song's called Cat Person. It was a rough, rough night in Wyoming. The cat was out of the bag. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. We relive the best moments from the race at Richmond next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. Motor Racing Network presents Building Toward a Championship, presented by Procore. Martin Truex Jr. has won the last two races and has a chance to sweep the first round of this year's playoffs this weekend at the Charlotte Roval. Yeah, it's great, you know. I mean, hopefully we can do three in a row. I mean, I don't know. It's uh, You always want more. You always want to win more. And, you know, especially at this point in the season, every single race counts and matters, and it's really important. So, uh, yeah, we'll just try to... We'll try to keep going. I'm just really proud of everybody on our team for uh, for working hard and sticking with us. You know, it takes a lot of people to get here and do what we're doing, and I'm just really thankful to them all and thankful to drive great race cars and have an awesome team. Building Toward a Championship is presented by Procore. Whether you're a GC, a specialty contractor, or an owner, Procore's construction management software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. No matter what you're building, Procore can help you finish ahead of the competition. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. We went racing under the lights this past weekend in Richmond for the first short track race of the playoffs. Here's how it sounded with a Motor Racing Network backtracks. 
Round number one, race number two, off turn number four, looking at the flag stand. The green flag is out, and we are underway here at Richmond Raceway. Brad Kozlowski will lead the field into turn number one. Four's got outside. You're clear, 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 clear. One back both lanes. The four should clear in the three. He did. You're good by two. Big jump for Kozlowski. He'll get away with the lead. The battle now is for the second spot. One by two, four, nine, 18, all single file. Chase Elliott falling back. He lost second to Denny Hamlin, third to Truex. He's about to lose the next spot to Kyle Busch. All of a sudden, that Napa Auto Park Chevrolet going in the wrong direction for Chase Elliott. And I tried to keep it off that right rear as much as I know how. Almost to the point where I've got the right front built up too much. And the right rear is now hurt. Shopping. We'll fix the right rear. Take care of it. Don't get nice and smooth. Here comes Truex to the inside. Here comes Kozlowski up the middle. Three wide again as they race for the lead in three. Outside. Bottom of three. Just outside now. Come on with it. All clear. They're clear. There you go. New leader to 19. Come on. Martin Truex Jr. able to slide up across the nose of Brad Keselowski off turn four. Okay. Started fading with the front first. I overdrove it. Gave up a little rear. Okay, copy that. Perfect stage one for Martin Truex Jr. off turn four. Absolutely it is. Off turn number four, he sees the green and white checkered flag. Stage one is complete. Lap 100 goes in the books, and Martin Truex Jr. has picked up stage number one. All clear, green, white chair. Stage winner, MPJ, come on. All right, what do you need there, Mark? Good job. I just need the center to stay a little better. Trouble from that. Alex Bowman gets sideways. He gets bumped as he was sideways between three and four. Damage on the left front corner of the Alex Bowman machine. Buys it, Alex. It ain't worth it. We're uh, still waiting the arrival of Alex Bowman here. He had some not very kind words for Austin Dillon. I will shove that silver spoon he's been fed on his whole life up his ass. I'm good with it. Just do it later when we don't hurt ourselves. We don't need no penalties now. Just got to get our tuned up. Get going. Looking for stage win number 11 for Kyle Busch. Off turn number four. Truex is close. Not close enough. And the green and white checkered flag will fly here at the start finish line. And for the 11th time this year, Kyle Busch has picked up a stage win. All clear. Green checker. Tim. Car was way better that entire run, just there at the end. Too tight, too loose, just finally felt the air pressure, you know, the final 20, 25 laps there, I guess. 10 more. Manager switches here for me. Make sure that radiator fan's on. Kurt Busch, who, by the way, just got busted for speeding a, a few moments ago under that last Money Lion caution. All right, they got a speed section, too. That's uh, the right as the first box starts right around there. 10 four. There's two cars behind us. Go ahead, bring it to us right here. Bring it to us. That's what bringing it to you. First with Woody Kane. Well, Jimmy Johnson just blew by his pit box. He came in and drove right by it. Did I need to tell you anything sooner there or just miss it? No, I was too busy worrying about running my lights. Sorry. No sweat, man. That Ally Bank Chevrolet of Jimmy Johnson coming to pit road and drove right on past his pit box. That's something you just don't see out of the seven-time champion. No sweat. We've got a good car. We know we have a good car. We're just going to get back up there. Well, I can tell you one thing, guys. As a driver, that number six car, Ryan Newman, he's got to be saying, man, this feels good. This feels so good to be up in the top five, be competitive like we are right now. Pretty tight center, then loose off. Okay. You think the center is causing the loose off? I don't know. I, I was fatter earlier, didn't have the forward drive issue, so I don't know. I think it's both. The moment of the race has just happened here on lap 315. As a reminder, Truex was the leader. Stenhouse, just a moment ago, was on pit road. Dave Moody. He came off pit road, Jeff, with those brand-new tires, feeling like Superman. A lap later, he got into turn number three, tried to go underneath Martin Truex Jr., the leader of the race, lost the nose of the race car, drifted up, clipped Truex, and turned him around between turns three and four. Inside, he hit you. God, dirty. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. Hang on to it. Keep coming with it. Keep coming. Keep okay, now fire back. My room the guy needs. Apparently needs all track. Truex just dominating here tonight. All of a sudden sees this car fast approaching, and it was blue with a number 17 on it, and Stenhouse gets into the back of a... Adam, I'm sorry. I know it don't matter, but... Dang it. Truex and Bush for the race lead. Kamikaze move for Martin Truex Jr. They both coming out of turn number two. Race side by side down the back straightaway. Left traffic dead ahead. They go through.
three wide underneath the lap machine of Austin Terrio. And now Martin Truex Jr. with a nose in front. All's well that ends well for Martin Truex Jr. Off turn four, checkered flag in the air, and Martin Truex Jr. wins the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Raceway. All right, we well, just swept Richmond for the year and back-to-back victories for this 19 hot rod team. Come on. It's unbelievable, man. Freaking unbelievable, guys. Thank you. Hell of a job. Pretty damn impressive there, man. Way to rebound. You guys, uh, you did it all there. Great job. Mark Truex Jr. making these playoffs look easy, and he's our AutoZone Driver of the Week. Need to get the job done fast? AutoZone can help. Visit AutoZone.com and start the job with free next-day delivery or free same-day store pickup. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Coming up, Woody Kane and Steve Post will discuss who's in desperation mode. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Aussie rules. Delivery availability varies. Delivery charge may apply. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Checkered flags waving. I look in my mirror, and here's Earnhardt right on my tail, and he goes down low to pass me. And I said, oh, no, you don't. As Wallace spins, Wallace's car goes on its nose. Here's stories that you've never heard before in a 10-part series called The 1993 Season. And Davey was behind me, and we came off the corner, and there's a guy standing in the little racetrack. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. Woody Kane and Steve Post discuss who's in hot water for this weekend's race next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. 2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The Charlotte Roval race is this weekend, and that race will mark the end of round one in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. And with Martin Truex Jr. winning both races so far, a lot of drivers are in desperate need of a good race to move on. Woody Kane and Steve Post join us to discuss who could be out of the playoffs. Okay, Bagman, Postman is here, and we're going to talk a little points yeah. as we head to the Roval because it's an elimination race, and this is where you got to be minding your P's and Q's. And even if you do, that might not be good enough. Yeah, first off, I mean, whoever designed to determine that's the case is just pure evil mm-hmm. to our poor race car drivers. <laughs> I mean, you know, seriously, the, the and, 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 and when we look at next year's schedule, it's even worse yet because they put all short tracks in Roval. So yeah. uh, we, we love this because there is so much on the line. And, and what that has done is that had made Las Vegas and Richmond so critical. So it's increased the importance of the races we've had. And some guys have obviously navigated those waters well, and there's a lot of guys that have a lot of paddling to do this weekend on this challenging racetrack. First and foremost, Woody, it's just the fact that it's a road course, mm-hmm. and we still only do three a year It's of a road course and an oval. And an oval, too. <laughs> Marola, he was over at the Speedway doing some stuff, and I was chatting with him, and I said, you know, when you talk about setup, what do you do on your race car? Do you do more like Watkins Glen, or do you do more like Sonoma? He said, no. 
because the challenge of this racetrack, and this really goes, and I know we're talking about drivers here, but this really goes to the crews and the setup of the car. The fact that that half of the one mile and a half, the turns of the mile and a half racetrack with the banking, Watkins Glen North Sonoma has any of that. Anything remotely, remotely like close it, yeah. to that. So from a setup standpoint, the racetrack and the cars are a big challenge for these drivers that are in the middle of this cutoff point. Well, let's talk about some of those guys. Martin Truex Jr., obviously yeah. in the clear. The guys near the top are obviously going to be okay. The Gibbs guys, with the exception of Eric Jones, who had a miscue, looked like he had a top-four finish at Richmond, got DQ'd. He comes in, for all intents and purposes, facing a must-win situation. Yeah, mathematically, it would take about eight guys wrecking in the first stage of the race, Mm -hmm. and Eric virtually running the table uh, to do this as far as points goes. His is is a one one course of action. Go mm-hmm. win the race. Boy, there's seven or eight guys, though, in front of him that they have got to watch every stage point. They have got mm-hmm. to watch every lap, everything that they get because, they're, they're you know, it's like Kurt Busch is 14 points back. Well, you know, he can gain he can, he can gain seven or eight of those in stage one. And he's one. a good road racer. And he's a good road racer, mm-hmm. and he's got a really good head on his shoulders, a lot of experience. So, you know, he can get half of that back at the end of stage one. Half of that is stage two, and the next thing you know, he's even going into the final stage. But then anything can still happen. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and you're right about that. Anything can happen. Okay, we talked about Martin Truex Jr. Okay, Uh, Truex is locked in. But remember the race last year at the Mm -hmm. Roval. Truex rolling through NASCAR turn three, rolling through turn four, that final chicane, on his way to the win. Jimmy Johnson bails it off in there. Brakes start hopping. He starts hopping. Takes out Martin Truex Jr. Truex finished 14th in that race, mm-hmm. okay? Again, Truex doesn't matter, but he lost in within 100 yards of that finish, he lost 14 points. Had you're, a great day up yes, until that moment. He did. You're sitting here, you're Ryan Newman, you're Ryan Blaney, you're Eric Amarillo, William Byron, Alex Bowman, uh, Boyer, or, or Kurt Busch. Every single one of those guys, 14 points, points. or less. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 14 ahead. points. 14 points and put you out or in, and you do everything right. That's the challenge of the Roval. Mm-hmm. And you can, someone runs you up the racetrack late in the day or late in a stage. Yeah. You lead the stage, and on the final lap, you, hang, you, you, you tangle with someone. I mean, that's the challenge of this thing, and every point matters for there, sure. There's going to be some real strategy because we've seen different agendas here yep. from guys like a Truex who have won and don't have to worry. They can go for the race win. Yeah. Guys who are fairly safe can go for the race win. The other guys, they really need to build up some of these points so they might be mm-hmm. racing for stages and be on a different strategy plan than guys who are going to win the race or try to win the race. You've got to nickel-dime this thing. You've got three races on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. You've got stage one. Ten points are available or ten nine eight down down through the list. You know, like I said, you're, if you can get seven... You can cut it in the first stage. you got to do that. Mm-hmm. But what does that do for stage two? And where does that put you pit does strategy? Does it put you in a bad spot yeah, doing that that right. you can't get any more? But in you've got to look at this thing as one race at a time, one stage at a time. The, the challenge is, is that there's four or five guys at the front, and there's everyone from 17th on back that are on such a different agenda that what they do could impact mm-hmm. how you plan this thing and how you strategize this thing. It is just going to be fascinating to see who does what on this, on this, on, on this, these stages, let alone the race. Yeah, the strategy is going to be a big deal. Ryan Newman, fourteen points to the good. Ryan Blaney won it last year, eight points to the good. Eric Almarola and William Byron, three and huh. two points to the good. Below the cut line, Alex Bowman, because he got into a tangle with Austin Dillon at Richmond, right. and that cost him a bunch of points. Clint Boyer four back, Kurt Busch fourteen, and we mentioned Eric Jones forty five back. So the math. The thinking changes based on the math. It is, and, and it's just absolutely amazing to me how tight this is and how critical this becomes just to just to maximize every point in this race to to be up front. The, and the and the problem is with this with these with these things. When you look at stage one at Richmond, when you look at stage two at Richmond, when you look at stage one at Vegas, stage two, the problem you have with this, if you're one of these guys racing for points, is that virtually all the cars getting stage points are these championship competitors. So it's tough to gain 10 points mm-hmm. out of thing because the guy, yeah, he might be two spots behind you. You might make two or three. You can nickel you can nickel it there. You can't even dime it there. You can penny and nickel it there yeah. in those stages. But when you're talking such a small margin, you got to do that. you got to go for everything you can get your hands on. Before we wrap up here, I want to point out a couple of things. I was talking with Kyle Larson this past weekend, yeah. and he's telling anybody who will listen – 
You know what? I led a bunch of that race That's last right, year, and did. I was really good. He led 47 laps. I went back and looked at it. Wow. Nobody else led any more than that. Brad Keselowski led 29 laps before he led the lemmings over the cliff, <laughs> and they all go piling into the wall. Ryan Blaney led 16. Nobody else led double-digit laps, but those are guys, the uh, the Kyle Larsons and the Brad Keselowskis, I think you got to keep an eye on, who yeah. might kind of surprise you at this track. Yeah, they're ones that just, they, they, they are long history of the Roval, one race, okay? They do have a they have good stats in the long history of the Roval, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know what that means other than they, they, they did well last year as far as leading laps goes. But I'm telling you, Woody, this this to me is just going to be the most one of the most fascinating Sunday afternoons that we've we've seen in NASCAR racing because the, they're just so much on the line. And then and then I'm going to go to the top of the thing. I talked to Cole Pern and Martin Truex Jr. this week. You know what they want to do to Charlotte? Win. They want to win stage one. They want to win stage two, mm-hmm. and they want to win the race. They feel like right now they've got a boot on the throat of everybody. Pile up those Pile points. Pile up those points and keep everyone else down. Mm-hmm. Keep everyone else so that they're always racing and scratching and clawing. Yeah, Truex, he comes to the, he's, been, he's been resting easy two weeks coming into the Oval, or the, to the Roval, and there's some guys that are pointed themselves mm-hmm. in. But the bottom line of it is, is they want to keep everyone else racing for playoff spots while they just advance to the next round. They want to go to the Roval. They want to win Stage 1, Stage 2, and Stage 3 just to moralize everybody. Then guess what? They want to go to Dover for the Drydeen mm-hmm. 400, win, stage, win the pole, win Stage 1, Stage 2. And that team, the, the, and, and so that. That's how he won the championship the last yeah, time he won. Absolutely. You get to the stage where it's like, my gosh, we can't do anything with these guys. Yeah. And that's what they want to do. Talk to Cole and to Martin, and they both, that's their strategy. Martin said, I've got a foot on him now. I want to keep him down. That was pre-race of Richmond, and he went and won that race. All right, well, Mike, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch for sure. We'll see how it all plays out this coming Sunday at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Thank you, gentlemen. Coming up, NASCAR Xfinity Series driver Austin Sendrick talks confidence. Heading into another road course race. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. And around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Seats are getting filled. NASCAR's Cowboys fire up their steel horses. The atmosphere around it is really special. Everything at that race is just exaggerated from a normal weekend. The view is unbelievable. I feel the push of the fans out there. You know how excited they are and how much they're looking forward to hopefully having a chance to go after a championship. Fans jumping up and down, yelling, screaming, losing their minds. Plan your weekend for the next Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoff race today by visiting NASCAR.com slash tickets. Austin Cendrick scored two victories at road courses earlier this season in the NASCAR Xfinity Series. Can he make it three at Charlotte? We'll talk with him next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Veteran drivers and rookie drivers. NASCAR Today Midday keeps you up to date with all your favorites each weekday. It's a dream come true. A lot of you know the path that I've gone down. There's a lot of opportunity with the package changes, you know, with the Chevrolet and the work they're putting in. And I know one thing's for sure, it's good to have my name on the top of the cup car. Don't miss any of the breaking NASCAR news with NASCAR Today Midday. Only on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Sunday, October 27th at Martinsville Speedway. It's a fight. Two. The finish. The first state of 500 returns to Martinsville, part of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. Get tickets now at martinsvillespeedway.com or call 877-RACE-TIX. That's martinsvillespeedway.com or 877-R-A-C-E-T-I-X for the first date of 500. October 27th, it's a fight to the finish. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue along on this week's NASCAR Live. Austin Cendrick has done very well this year on road courses. He won at Watkins Glen. He won at Mid-Ohio. And he is the pre-race favorite to win at Charlotte this weekend. Feels good to be going into another road course race with the driver of the number 22 car in the Xfinity Series. Austin Cendrick will be a force to be reckoned with at Charlotte this weekend. 
Off turn number 13, Austin Cendrick returns to his family roots, and he wins at Mid-Ohio. Austin, you roll into the playoffs with everybody talking about the big three, but then several are starting to say, you know what, Austin Cendrick might be that dark horse guy. How do you feel about it? I feel great. Uh, I think our team's had a lot of momentum over the last couple weeks. Uh, I think we've been sneaky good at some of the some of the ovals. You know, uh, word on the street is I only know how to drive on road courses, but uh, me well, my, you are pretty good at road courses. No, I'm not. I'll courses. take that. I'll definitely take it. But uh, you know, obviously knowing that we have the oval coming up is great. And that's in the playoffs. And, uh, hopefully, we can exploit that strength there. But. Uh, I think we've been able to really make some gains on some of these bigger racetracks, and I, I think the, the short tracks have kind of been our bread and butter this year of you know, just knocking out solid top, top, top tens, top five runs. But um, I, I think we're, we're gaining on the right things at the right time and to, to be really good uh, when, when it counts. So that's, uh, that's, that's where my confidence level is at, but at the same time, it's, it's all about execution. You came into the season saying that's exactly what you wanted to happen, and it has. Was there a light bulb moment, or was it more like on a dimmer switch where it just got brighter and brighter? Yeah, I think it's it's definitely been gradual. I think at the beginning of the year, we've, we were we were able to be one of the more consistent teams, and that's why we've been in the top five in points almost the entire season. Um, but at the same time, we haven't had winning speed very often, and when we have, I think we've capitalized, and even in situations that we haven't, I think we've been able to capitalize, so that, that, that really shows a, a, a strong strong group between between all of us not just myself but the team uh, making the right calls at the right time but yeah definitely definitely looking forward to, to, to what we can accomplish when you strategize about going through these playoffs and the rounds are you thinking especially early on just don't do anything to get yourself in trouble or are you thinking man let's go out and kick butt and win yeah i think there's a lot of guys that approach this round with that mindset as far as you know you need to be solid to be able to make it to the next round and i, th- I think that's the truth i think we got to execute i think we got to you know put our best foot forward in in, in the round eight because that's that's where it counts that's where you know i think seven of those eight guys are good enough to make it to homestead um and knowing that that fourth spot is 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 highly contested um but at the same time if you're able to get a win early uh that makes moving and preparing for that round eight so much so much better uh, the guy, guys are able to put more focus into those cars. Guys are able to put more time and develop in those cars and, and thinking ahead, whether if it's the engineers, whether if it's the, the assembly shop, whether if it's fabrication. Those, those guys that are building those cars uh, know that those cars are going to mean something. We talked briefly about the Roval a minute ago, and obviously you're a fantastic road racer, but this is a little bit of a different beast with going through the infield at an oval and now with, with what they've done to change the backstretch chicane. Do you think this race is going to be a whole lot different than what we've seen in the past, and how much different is it than a so-called traditional road course? Yeah, I, I really approach the Roval like I would approach a street course. I mean, it's it's a it's a surface that is purposed for something else that is being repurposed for a racetrack or a road course, and, and that's exactly what a street course is. And you actually find a lot of inconsistencies in the road as far as crowns in the road or or wonky off-cambers in the road that you'd have to navigate similar to a street course. And I think it's just a mentality as far as uh, leveling out your aggression with, with trying to make lap time. The thing that makes the Roval really interesting to me as a driver is that you, you cannot save anything there. You can, you cannot, if, you, if you slow down, if one that throws off the sequence and the flow of the infield, but at the same time, if you try and conserve your tires, if you try and conserve your equipment, you slow, you give up so much time that you can't make up anywhere else. And I, I think that's where we got ourselves in a bind last year as far as just wearing out our rear tires way too fast. Um, so there's a part of me that's not even focused on the fact that it's a playoff round. There's part of me I'm just wanting to fix that and be able to really <laughs> advance ourselves forward because we were really fast, obviously, in qualifying. And, you know, the race didn't pan out as well as we wanted to. We still finished in the top three. But uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to making those those, uh, those games. You know, back in the day, a lot of people used to talk about a guy like a Rusty Wallace who would throw a car around a road course and then a guy like a Ricky Rudd who was just super smooth. What's, what's your your strategy when you approach a road course are you the aggressive guy or the smooth guy i'd like to be the fastest guy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i've i've always i've always i haven't laughed at the idea of driving um driving styles but i've always believed there's the fastest way around every single corner and and whether your car is tailored for that or the way you approach it is tailored for that um, you look at a lot of different guys, and they're able to make up a lot of different time in different areas on racetracks. And, and the more you study that, the more you understand why. The, the, the more complete race car driver I feel like you are. If if you come with a single mindset, is you know I'm gonna I'm gonna do it this way, and I'm gonna make it work, and I'm gonna make my car work around it. 
that helps you to an extent. Uh, I feel like being that stubborn helps you to, to an extent, but at the same time, you see guys like Christian Rowe and Kyle Larson, Tyler Reddick, guys that will change their line on a dime if they feel like it can help them. Guy, guys like that, they're, they're, they're very adaptable, and I feel like my experience in, in my career as far as jumping in different cars and learning different ways to drive race cars has helped me do that in a different way. Um, and, and I think that helps me approach a racetrack like the Roval. Earlier this year when we talked, you were building a station wagon, hoping to have it ready for Charlotte. Is that going to happen, and, and what's the progress there? Uh, progress is, is a lot slower than when I talked to you last. Um, still still working on the car. I should be done you know, before the holidays this year. But, uh, yeah, definitely definitely had some setbacks, definitely underestimated some some values of it. But I've had a lot of fun working on a project car, having my own thing, you know, if you got a bad day on Saturday on, on the racetrack, you come back home and you know you get pissed off about something else on Sunday. So it's it's been a lot of fun to be able to do that and you know have something to work on because I, I don't get to work on my race cars like I used to do that. that they don't want be, drivers touching those. I, I wouldn't trust myself anyway. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's it's been cool to have something something to do, something to work on, something to you know get your mind out of it. And other guys have different ways. Some guys go biking, some guys go running, some guys you know. You know, play video games, whatever whatever it takes to get your mind uh, mind in the right spot and in the right place, and, and, and be able to you know focus forward for the next week. Where's the first place you want to take it when you finish? Anywhere. <laughs> Just finish is the main thing, right? That's right. I stack up all my guys in the in, in the whole in the whole car, and uh, I'm, I'm putting a, I'm putting a Mustang engine in, in a station wagon. So the, the thing is going to rip. It's going to be it's going to be way faster than it should be, or than it was ever intended to be. So I could probably fit my entire uh, road crew in the back of that thing, and uh, we'll, we'll go to lunch. <laughs> That'll be crazy. All right, man. Thanks for your time. Yeah, cool. Thank you. That was Team Penske driver of the NASCAR Xfinity Series, Austin Cindric. Coming up, Cup drivers preview this weekend's race at the Roval, and later, Tyler Reddick will join us. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. I'm Matt DiBenedetto, driver of the number 95 Procore Toyota Camry. On race day, you can save a ton of fuel by drafting in the pack, but you'll never win if you don't stay up on the wheel. It's like in the construction business. You can either keep up with the competition or leave them in the dust with the Procore Construction Management Platform. Whether you're a GC, specialty contractor, or owner, Procore's software is built to help your team stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. To learn more, visit Procore.com. The Roval is still a new addition to the schedule, but it's already been changed. Hear what drivers are saying about it when we return. First, this is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments, experience realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. You want the championship, baby? Yeah! And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. Well, folks, it's Charlotte Roval time, and the track has made a few adjustments since last year. Everyone expects this race to be interesting, to say the least. Here's Kyle Ricky with a preview. The first round of the 2019 playoffs is going out with a challenge. The Roval at Charlotte Motor Speedway. For just the second time, NASCAR drivers will navigate the Roval, and for some, it's a win-or-bust situation. 
Ryan Newman isn't looking at the road course any different, though. Every race is a wild car race, in my opinion, and, and maybe the Roval is a little bit more, but um, I don't I don't see it as really any different other than the fact that it's a road course. Um, we saw last year that it can take out a lot of cars, but we saw that at Vegas as well, too, So, and they didn't happen this year. So, um, to me, it is what it is, and just look forward to the opportunity. We, um, we had one good road course race this year in Sonoma and struggled a, a lot in uh, Watkins Glen. It's going from really fast to really slow. It's going to be tough to break, and it's going to be easy to, to drive into somebody's door there trying to outbreak them. It's a really tight corner. Uh, we got a chance to run on the simulator a little bit yesterday, actually. But, um, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just good to have another passing zone. That's the whole key is, you know, if you have – 11 corners it'd be nice to have 11 passing zones it doesn't always work out that way but the, the closer that is to 100 percent the better the racing is alex bowman feels pretty confident knowing the backstretch will be a bit different from last year yeah i mean we ran really well there last year our road course cars are really good and um you know last year my week my weak point was the the back straightaway chicane and i think that's going to be obviously a lot different now so you know i think the typical road course guys are obviously going to be good there but for whatever reason, we kind of just had a really strong weekend there last year. So uh, hopefully we can replicate that. But obviously there's not a lot of notes to fall back on. William Byron thinks the changes to the backstretch chicane will make it even more difficult. It's going to be interesting because the, the back chicane there is going to be really slow compared to what we had last year. And it's a, it's interesting because the, the track, you know, it's the oval portion of the track kind of trails off at the bottom of it. Uh, I don't know if they fix that or if they change that which i don't think they did but that's going to make it really tough to kind of make that transition because you're going on to less banking so um yeah i don't know i think it's uh it's going to be really difficult to make the braking zone correctly every time especially the first time on the racetrack it's going to be i think i think a lot of guys are going to miss the braking zone there so and if you do miss it do you hit the turtles and fly the nose and, and destroy your car so i i think it's going to be uh a whole different element for us and um, you're going to have to figure out how to get in there successfully, consistently. And um, that's going to be a, a new challenge, kind of like the front chicane was. You know, I remember how challenging that front chicane was for everyone when they when we first got to the Roval because it was so, you're going off turn four and you're so fast and then you have to get slowed down to 40 or 50 miles an hour. So um, it's going to be a passing zone probably as the weekend goes too. Even though Martin Truix Jr. is safely into the next round and looking to sweep round one of the playoffs, He's looking forward to the changes and challenges of the Roval. I think it'll be really good, uh, really good change. You know, I thought last year the uh, the backstretch chicane was just wasn't really. It was just there, kind of to slow us down a little bit. It wasn't really a corner where you could make passes or make moves, or um, it was kind of like you just try to get through there without crashing every lap because it was so fast. So uh, I think with it being more like the, the bus stop at Watkins Glen, I think it'll be good. Um, more braking more of a breaking zone in place maybe we can make some more passes so um, i think it'll be awesome you know, we'll just have to wait and see but uh, looking forward to that kyle larson is hoping his car feels as strong as it did last year i hope we're good again uh, next week we led a lot of laps um probably was going to win the race if we didn't come to that last caution where we all or where me and brad kind of drug everybody in the fence um so yeah, I don't know. It'd be different this time with a with a much narrower bus stop. But uh, looking forward to getting there, hoping that we have the same speed as we had last year. There's not much room for error. So you uh, you make a mistake, you get in the wall or, or miss a shift and, and wheel hop or something. It's it's easy to make mistakes. So just like any road courses. So just trying to uh, avoid mistakes, I think, is the biggest problem. Thank you, Kyle. Coming up, one of the NASCAR Xfinity Series Big Three, Tyler Reddick. He'll talk about his playoff outlook and later some NASCAR history. Cooler weather is around the corner, which means your ride better be ready. At AutoZone, we've got the free services you need to drive with confidence. Like our free AutoZone Fix Finder service. If your check engine light is on, our Fix Finder service will help troubleshoot the likely issue. It could be something serious or maybe something simple. So knowing the likely issue can save you a lot of time and money down the road. And if you need help from a repair shop, we know some of the best. To learn more, visit us online at AutoZone.com. Restrictions and details apply. The Starlight Lounge presents an evening with the Progressive Box. Oh, what a great audience. Let's dim the lights for this next one. Nope, too much. Ah, there it is. Got to get things just right. Like Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay and we help you find coverage options that fit your budget. 
And now, the mood is right. Wait, the lights are back on again. Trudy, can you? And now it's completely dark. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One third of the NASCAR Xfinity Series Big Three joins us next. Tyler Reddick is coming up. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hey guys, it's Dylan Welch. He's Tyler Burnett. We're the co-hosts of the Rip the Fence podcast. If you like traditional non-wing dirt track racing, we've got the podcast for you. Shane Meal trying to drive away. I can't do everything, but I could do anything and everything I wanted before I got injured. So, Just like many of the great podcasts going, we invite racers in to talk, and they tell us their life story. And it's how I feel that matters. It's the Rip the Fence podcast available on MRN.com and your favorite podcast app. Hey guys, Corley Joy. Join me and my friends, Lauren Fox and Daryl Ma, on the Sunday Money Podcast. We talk racing. Listen, a lot's happened. We talk about the race and your spectacular sixth place finish. Yeah, it was fantastic. Daryl, maybe you should start off by telling us why you weren't here last week. And just life. What is the biggest difference this, this week? Because you, you look oh, a little well, more pregnant. I found out I have a third nipple. It's Sunday Money on MRN.com, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. There's our next promo. Whelan would like to congratulate Martin Truex Jr. and his number 19 Joe Gibbs Racing Team for the victory on Saturday night at Richmond Raceway. While leading the race, Truex spun out with 85 laps to go. The team got him in and out of the pits in third place. The Fast Pro Shops Toyota rolls to a stop here. The whole crew jumped up when that spin happened. They're going to change four tires, give him Sunoco fuel, no visible chassis adjustments. Martin's been saying the car is a little loose on takeoff right after a pit stop. We'll see how it does here. On the road, in the air, and around the world. Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. We're about to put a bow on this week's show. That is NASCAR Live. Tyler Reddick has been a part of the Xfinity Series Big 3 discussion all season long. He feels good about his chances of repeating his championship season. Rolling into the playoffs as the defending champ piled up about as many wins as you could get, although we'd like to have a couple of more, and then you win the regular season finale. I don't know how things could be much better for you guys. Do you? Uh, a couple more wins wouldn't hurt. I know we, we definitely gave a few away, uh, whether that was, you know, just whatever issue it was. We, we had a few races slip away. Probably one of the easiest ones we, we had and just let go of in the last 10 seconds was Pocono. Uh, those five uh, extra playoff points would have been nice, but there's there's a few races throughout the year that could have gone our way that didn't, even Indy. But, hey, racing happens a certain way. Things happen a certain way. And uh, I've heard a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda stories that could have led to many, many wins and many championships. So we got what we got going into this deal. It's a lot better than, than I had a year ago, and it's a lot better than this than the two-team had a year ago. So we're both you know, feeling good about that. A lot of what-ifs for sure to worry about in the playoffs, but coming in, you're the defending champ, as we mentioned, and you you mentioned that things are going better for you this year. You only, th- I think, had one win coming into the playoffs a year ago, but what did that experience teach you that can help you this year? Had to be tenacious at every corner. You know, we're going to try and win. We're going to try and get stage points. We're going to try and win stages if we can. We want to win the race. But we have a we're in a great spot. I mean, I feel like an example I used a little earlier today is, you know, we we were able to keep you know the likes of Christopher Bell and Cole Custer right in this 40, 50 points range, and they didn't really close any extreme amount closer. You know, they got down to six or seven at times. We were able to pull back away. We were able to maintain that lead throughout the regular season, and I know he's reset back into the lead. Him and Cole, you know, Christopher being 11 ahead of us, and me and Cole being, I believe, tied. So. Yeah, that, the reset button has been hit, but I feel like we're able to stay ahead of them all year long. I know there's three race bursts, and they're going to be tracks that everyone's working really hard on. But we're going to do it all year long. I feel like we should be able to at least maintain and be the third best third best in points e- fairly easily, unless we have a bad day. And obviously, we're going to be trying to pass them in points. But we, there's a reason we won the season championship. It's because week in, week out, we, we performed to the best of our ability, and it was good enough to hold, hold the points lead and win the regular season championship. Every team has things that they're good at and things that they're not quite so good at, certain tracks they're better at than others. You mentioned earlier that you felt like this this team had done a better job at getting better at some of the places like short tracks and road courses and things like that. So what is the strength of this team? Our, I think our strength is that we, we really don't show a big sign of weakness. Uh, we have our issues 
that we may have here and there, but we do a really good job of tackling those issues, whether they're issues within within a race that we fix or an issue within a, a type of racetrack that we struggle at or, you know, just a, just just things we've had to overcome. You know, our, our pit, we have a great pit crew. Beginning of the year, we had a couple miscues and just a few things that didn't go the way we needed to. Those guys ba- just worked really, really hard in the beginning of the year. And, you know, after the first two races, Richard was you know, upset with this and that. The pick stops weren't going right. But those guys worked really, really hard, and they turned it around, and they've been great ever since. And, you know, we've been able to – we've kind of had similar things on, on certain tracks that I haven't been great at. That's just one thing we've been good at. You know, I think our biggest issue, though, if I had to pick one, has been qualifying in the past. But we have the team around us to get ourselves out of that hole in that first stage, and hopefully we're able to do that if we don't qualify good. But everyone's been working hard. We don't know what we're going to have. Um, but we're going to try our best for sure. You mentioned Richard Childers a while ago, and they had the big news that Daniel Hemrick will not be back with the cup side of the organization next year, and I know you're probably not ready to talk 2020 yet, but from your perspective, how difficult is it to not think about the future when you've got a chance at a championship right in front of you? Are you a guy who can block stuff like that out pretty easily, or is that a challenge for you? Yeah, you know, like you said, it's, it's out there, the news of Daniel not coming back and, you know, a lot of chatter and this and that but it's it would be very easy to get distracted if you put too much thought into the what ifs and this and that and just all the all the words that are traveling around so for me it it won't be that difficult because i feel like i've been good in the past of just tuning certain things out that i need to to go out there and focus and just and just win maybe at times i'm a little too single-minded but for sure right now it's not it's not going to hurt me right now so at the most you know thinking about this round of three and how i race here will affect those other two races and that's pretty much it. I mean, we just run race by race. The the championship's right there. It's not far away now. I mean, we're, we're talking seven races. We'll know who our next champion is. And I know that's a few months away from here. But uh, a lot happens in those seven races. And uh, it's crazy that years kind of went by as fast as it has. But uh, we were able to do it once. And we kind of started the playoffs in a big hole. We had some things go our way. But we we're hoping that we can make sure we get to Homestead without catching any breaks, for sure. The Roval, with some changes on that backstretch chicane, how do you think that might impact the race this time around? You've got, have you got to see him in person yet? It's pretty crazy. Um, they move the inside wall in, about, I think, if at least 100 feet or so more. I mean, it's it's went from being a, 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 just a little quick in and out, almost, movement uh, that you barely slow down for it, and now it's, I would argue that it's almost tighter than the front stretch uh the final corner coming out of the front stretch at it 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 at the roval excuse me so you're gonna be carrying more speed into this corner you'll be carrying more speed in this corner you'll have a fairly straight line breaking zone but you're gonna be carrying a lot more speed through one and two than you would be um through three and four down into that final set of corners so it's gonna be interesting really tight and unlike the front stretch, where you can go through the grass if you miss it and spin, whatever, come to a complete stop, like before that we that we had the, the last year in the playoffs with the Roval, you, instead of a tire barrier, we have a, a safer barrier now that is not going to move. If you overshoot the entry and, and shoot wide, you're you're pretty much looking at a wall. You're going to hit it up, you know, a 45 degree angle. So you better get it right. And I think some of the, the same penalties that were there before are are there again now just a little bit wider now, a little bit more pronounced, and people will be able to be uh, a little more invited to try and pass someone going into that corner, but for sure, extremely tight. Thank you, Woody. Coming up, some NASCAR history and a tease of the latest podcast from MRN. Wheelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Hey, this is Bubba Wallace, driver of the number 43 Victory Junction Chevrolet Camaro. Victory Junction is a year-round camp for children living with serious and chronic medical conditions. Each year, nearly 10,000 children and their families get the chance to play, laugh, and do things they never thought possible at Victory Junction at no cost. You can make a difference in a child's life and fill your heart race. Support Victory Junction by texting Bubba to 36413 or donating online at victoryjunction.org slash donate now. Time now for the AutoZone commercial-free zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Need to get the job done fast? AutoZone can help. Visit AutoZone.com and start the job with free next-day delivery or free same-day store pickup. Get in the zone. AutoZone. 
Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The latest podcast from MRN is all about MRN. We're celebrating 50 years of the Motor Racing Network, and it's called MRN Presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. Here's a piece of the latest episode. One of the finest racing commentators in the South, from WIFM Elkin, North Carolina, on Pit Road, Barney Hall. I had been doing some public address announcing at a couple of different tracks, and I was working at Bristol, Tennessee, the Bristol Motor Speedway up there. And Big Bill France was in attendance that day, and uh, he heard me doing PA, and he came over in, in the booth and uh, introduced himself, which he, he didn't need an introduction, but he said, boy, I, I like the way you talk. He said, you talk real, real good. STP is the racer's edge. Andy Granatelli wanted to come into NASCAR. And he came and met with Bill France. And Bill said, okay, you can come into NASCAR, but you've got to have a car. You can't just come into NASCAR. And so the deal was struck with Richard Petty. And Bill also said, and I need you to advertise on Motor Racing Network. Former two-time national champion Ned Jarrett in the pits. Uh, it was a great experience right from the beginning to be on the ground floor of MRN and to work with such guys as Ken Squire and Barney Hall uh, that were some of the originators. And so that was, it was just a, a great experience. That was a sneak listen of the latest podcast. MRN presents 50 Years, the voice of NASCAR. It's available now on MRN.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, folks, it's that time of the week. Susie Armstrong is here, and she has This Week in NASCAR History. Thanks, Mike. This week, we start our history lesson in 1983. The police capture number one chart status with King of Pain. Cheers was the toast of the 35th Primetime Emmy Awards, garnering Best Comedy Series, while Hill Street Blues stole Best Drama. Hardcastle and McCormick hit the gas for a three-year run on ABC, and Ricky Rudd left his skid marks on the tight half mile as he took the lead with 330 laps to go in the Goodies 500 at Martinsville Speedway. White flag on Ricky Rudd, the Piedmont Airlines Chevrolet, and the fans come to their feet to cheer him around of turn number two and down the backstretch on this final lap. Rudd trying to win the first oval track race, and his second overall with the cup career victory goes to three. He has clear sailing, no problem with race traffic. He's low on the track coming off turn four. Here is Ricky Rudd coming down to the line, takes the checkered flag and wins the Goodies 500, his second Winston Cup win this year. Ladies, leave your man at home. 2000, Destiny's Child hops to number one with Jumpin' Jumpin'. Coverage of the 2000 Summer Olympics in Sydney kept NBC atop the fall ratings. The Sims transformed home game systems into life simulations. But Tony Stewart was the real deal at Dover International Speedway, winning the MBNA.com 400 to complete a two-race sweep at the Monster Mile. Tony Stewart, meanwhile, gets the white flag. For the last time, he makes his way up into turn number one. For the final time, here he comes back to turn two. Next lap car he will encounter is... Jeff Gordon, but he's not going to catch him. Tony Stewart all by himself. He comes back to turn three looking for the checkered flag. He has dominated the second half of the event and will sweep the season's races at the Monster Mile. Checkered flag for Tony Stewart. Gets his fourth win of 2000, taking the NBNA.com 400. 2006, British singer-songwriter Natasha Bedingfield debuts at number one with Unwritten. Martin Scorsese's The Departed hit the theaters in a run that would take the crime drama all the way to Best Picture Honors. The U.S. Navy says that's a wrap for the F-14 Tomcat, mothballing the Grumman aerospace fighter jet featured in the movie Top Gun. And Jeff Burton took the top slot as early dominator Matt Kenseth ran dry on fuel, winning in the first state of Delaware. Final time in turn one and two, a masterful drive to victory lane on the Monster Mile this afternoon. The singular wireless Chevrolet carrying Jeff Burton home one more time at a turn number three as he looks for the checkers. The word is Matt Kenseth is out of gas. He's on pit road coming in. Jeff Burton is on his way to victory lane for the first time in 175 races dating back to October 2001 in Phoenix, Arizona. Jeff Burton's going to win today at Dover. And those are just some of the events from this week in NASCAR history. Thank you, Susie. That was our AutoZone commercial free zone. Need to get the job done fast? AutoZone can help. Visit AutoZone.com and start the job with free next-day delivery or free same-day store pickup. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
Now to put a wrap on this week's show, we'd like to thank Austin Cindric for joining us. Also, we'd like to thank Tyler Reddick as well. And you for listening. For the rest of the MRA crew, I'm Mike Bagg. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week right here on NASCAR Live. Until then, so long, everybody. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Bloomin' Monday at Outback Steakhouse and by Hercules Tires right on our string. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Tyler Burnett, and Rich Colbrin. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Curated by Kohl's latest collection is now available in select stores and at Kohl's.com. For a limited time, shop unexpected new favorites like reusable drinkware from Corksicle and fun arts and crafts from UV. Warmies heatable plush toys are perfect for little ones. Homesick handcrafted candles are a great gift to make anyone feel at home. And who doesn't love sweet treats from Candy Club? Shop curated by Kohl's for these digital need-to-know brands and more. Tap the banner now or visit Kohl's.com. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.